This is the basement foundation and structure video. Again, my recommendation is to watch this video um, as a supplement to the course, the International Home Inspection Standards of Practice course, um, and follow along. So this section of the course covers all the visible structural elements of a house that are required to be inspected during a home inspection. And it's important to understand these systems and components. The inspection image here is of a temporary support jack that's improperly being used as a permanent structural support under a cracked floor joist. So correction and further evaluation was recommended by the home inspector. Remember that this course is about the standards of practice and not about how to inspect various systems themselves. So we recommend taking the free online structural issues for home inspectors course. So what are you required to inspect? Well, the inspector shall inspect the foundation, the basement, the crawl space, and structural components. Most homes do not have major structural problems, but some do. In a well-maintained modern residential building, there may be no structural problems at all. Homes built in the 19th century often show signs of settlement that may have only minor structural faults that can be easily remedied. Major structural problems, when they do develop, are sometimes easily seen. But most often, there are finished walls and personal items obstructing the visual-only inspection performed by the home inspector. There could be a major structural defect in a house, but if it's not observed, or if it's, not, if it's concealed and not readily accessible, the home inspector is not required to report upon it. According to the standards of practice, the inspector shall describe in the report the type of foundation and the location of the access to the underfloor space. Now, in this inspection restriction, the access to the underfloor space is behind the hot water tank. And if you can see, um, there are many defects observed at the hot water tank itself. But um, this picture is describing the access to the underfloor space, the crawl space. Home inspectors are not structural engineers. A visual home inspection of structural components can identify a home's structural design and type of foundation. In relation to a diagnosing the structural integrity of a home, that's far beyond the scope of a home inspection. Only a structural engineer is qualified to check for and determine structural vulnerability, soundness, or integrity. A home inspector is not required to provide any engineering or architectural service and not required to report on the adequacy of any structural system or component. This inspection image shows a loose brick in a load-bearing exterior masonry wall at the corner of a house. The home inspector recommended correction and further evaluation at this structural wall. The home inspector should not comment upon structural integrity, soundness, or make any other structural comment that would require them to be a structural engineer. Home inspectors should make observations and report defects they observe. Evaluating the design of the structure and its effectiveness are beyond the scope of a home inspection and any load or engineering calculations should be left to professional engineers and architects. Always report the facts as you have visually observed them. Do not offer speculation. When in doubt regarding a structural or any other issue, defer further evaluation to a qualified or licensed professional. According to the standards of practice, a home inspector shall report as in need of correction, observe indications of wood in contact with or near soil. And that could sometimes come up in the exterior inspection. 
The inspector, inspector shall report as in need of correction, observe indications of active water penetration. Observe indications of possible foundation movement, such as sheetrock cracks, drywall cracks, brick cracks, out of square door frames, and unlevel floors. The inspector shall report as in need of correction, any observed cutting, notching, and boring of framing members that may, in the inspector's opinion, present a structural or safety concern. Masonry cracking. Monitoring the masonry walls of the house is needed as part of a homeowner's routine home maintenance plan. Although masonry can deform elastically over long periods of time to accommodate for small amounts of movement, large movements normally cause cracking, and cracks may appear along the mortar joints or through masonry units. Cracking can result from a variety of problems, including differential settlement of the foundation, drying shrinkage, particularly in concrete block, expansion and contraction due to ambient thermal and moisture variations, improper support over openings, the effects of freeze-thaw cycles, the corrosion of iron or steel wall reinforcement, differential movement between building materials, expansion of salts, and the bulging or leaning of walls. Uneven or differential settlement can be a major structural problem in houses. Serious settlement problems are relatively uncommon, but many signs of masonry distress are incorrectly diagnosed as settlement-related when, in fact, they are due to moisture and thermal movements. Indications of differential settlement include vertical distortion or cracking of masonry walls, warped interior and exterior openings, sloped floors, and sticking doors and windows. Settlement most often occurs early in the life of a building or where there is a dramatic change in underground conditions. Often such settlement is associated with improper foundation design, particularly inadequate footers and foundation walls. Wooden structural components. Wood structural components in houses are often observed only in attics, crawl spaces, or basements. Elsewhere, they are concealed by floor, wall, and ceiling materials. Common signs of wood structural problems include sloping or springing floors, wall or ceiling cracks, bulges in the wall, and sticking doors and windows, although many of these problems can be attributed to differential sediment of the foundation or problems with exterior masonry bearing walls. The five types of problems commonly associated with such components in houses include deflection and warping, fungal and insect attack, fire, connection failure, and improper alteration. When failures in wood structural components occur, they usually involve individual wood members and rarely result in the failure of the entire structure. Instead, an elastic adjustment takes place that redistributes stresses to other components of the building. Active water penetration. When evaluating the structure, one of the biggest problems to look for is an indication of active moisture intrusion or water coming into the structure. Sometimes it's obvious, such as when there is water pooling on the floor. Often the signs are more subtle, such as efflorescence or staining of the interior trim. All accessible areas should be inspected for indications of moisture intrusion. When indications of water penetration are found, those areas could be probed, examined further, and reported as in need of correction and further evaluation to determine the extent of any potential structural damage. One of the most common problems in small residential structures is a wet basement. 
The home inspector should check the walls and floors for signs of water penetration, such as dampness, water stains, peeling paint, efflorescence, and rust. In finished basements, look for rotted or warped wood, paneling and doors, loose floor tiles, and stains. Water may come through the walls and cracks in the floor or from backed up floor drains, leaking plumbing lines or clogged air conditioner condensate lines. This inspection image shows indications of active water penetration into the house. The moisture intrusion was coming through the plaster wall at the front corner of a finished third floor bedroom. The plaster and painted surface was damaged by the moisture. This was deemed to be a major defect. Correction and further evaluation was recommended by the inspector. Efflorescence is indicated by white deposits on the concrete block foundation wall, which is a result of moisture intrusion through the masonry, just like this inspection image shows. Indications of moisture intrusion was observed at the band rim wooden joist located above the concrete block foundation wall here in the inspection image. The watermarks are an indication of the problem. Possible structural damage may have resulted. Correction and further evaluation was recommended. If the home has a sump pump, it should be checked as long as the, that it's safe to do so. In some cases, the pump is sealed as part of a radon mitigation system and should not be disturbed. If the homeowner neglects to test the pump routinely, it may lead to water penetration into the structure when a significant weather event occurs. This inspection image is of a sump pump with a cover. This is an inspection restriction. The float is not accessible. The home inspector was not required to inspect a sump pump if there are restrictions. Wood in contact with soil. This inspection image is of an exterior wall in close proximity in contact with the ground surface. The exterior wall is made of wooden components and the bottom of the wall is assumed to be a wooden seal plate. Now the wooden components of this wall are, pr are prone to water penetration and possible structural damage caused by the water penetration at the bottom of the wall. The bottom of this wall, covered with vinyl siding, should have at least eight inches of clearance from the ground to help prevent water penetration and structural damage. Access. A home inspector is not required to enter any crawl space that is not readily accessible or where entry could cause damage or pose a hazard to the inspector. The basement or crawl space is often the most revealing area in the home and usually provides a general picture of how the entire structure works. In most cases, the structure is exposed overhead, as are the HVAC system, plumbing supply, drain lines, and the electrical branch circuit wiring. This inspection image shows several components to be inspected, including the electrical wires, you can see the plumbing pipes, the water supply pipes, an electrical light fixture, and other things. The home inspector should attempt to observe areas of the foundation structure whenever it's safe to do so. The inspection is based on observed conditions at the time of the inspection. Many homes have small accesses into crawl spaces and basements are often filled with personal storage and items. If access is restricted and limited, the inspector should note the limitations of the inspection. In this inspection image, you can see a lot of inspection restrictions. According to the standards of practice, the home inspector is not required to enter any crawl space that's not readily accessible or where entry could cause damage or pose a hazard to the inspector. The inspector is not required to move any stored items or debris. 
Not required to operate any sump pumps with inaccessible floats. Not required to identify the size, spacing, span, or location, or determine the adequacy of the foundation bolting, bracing, joists, joist spans, or support systems. Home inspector is not required to provide any engineering or architectural service. And the home inspector is not required to report on the adequacy of any structural components or system in the house.